Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today is about cravings. I asked you guys on Instagram if cravings was something that you struggled with, and over 80% of you said yes. When it comes to cravings, you want to gain some control. But also, we want to have this balance between knowing that we don't have to eliminate or what's the word I'm looking for, deprive ourselves from everything that we want when we truly want to enjoy something, but also know that when it comes to emotional eating or eating because certain things trigger you like uncomfortable emotions or anything like your situations or anything like that or eating out of habit, how you can really decipher is this something that you're, is this a red flag that your body is telling you? And yes, I am going to talk about how cravings are cyclical and you may start paying attention to this more and bringing that awareness to planning things out and being more prepared for when cravings happen. Okay, so today's episode is going to be really great. I also have an exciting announcement for you. The enrollment for Falls Feminine Fitness Bootcamp is open. And I know you guys are loving these podcast episodes. You are telling me in my Instagram DMs and making small changes. But here's the thing. For you to put this all into practice and be living in flow in all areas of your life, you've got to be implementing while you are learning and having some sort of accountability in place. Like, is this working for you? Is Are you doing the right things? How do you really sync all areas of your life with your cycle so it is supportive for your mood, emotion, energy, and hormones as well as your health and fitness goals. And imagine if you had the support and accountability from a coach and a community lifting you up. I am here to be your mentor through it all for optimal health and maximum energy, but I'm also creating this community for you with the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp that's really unique because we'll be using partner pods and coaching calls in the two months. So this is going to be happening after Labor Day, so September and October. We're going to be going through two cycles together. And when I've worked with people one-on-one and when I work with other women through the feminine fitness program that I did in January, really the reason, the way we did things was the first round of working together was about getting to know your cycle and what is supportive of your cycle. And then month two is about optimizing. And that is what we're going to be focusing on with the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. And you guys, this is so, so, so exciting. This is going to be a completely amazing experience for you to align your lifestyle with your cycle. And the group coaching implementation of this is really what's going to be making this unique. Because in a group coaching setting, you can bring to me and you're going to get time, one-on-one time to talk about things that are specific to you. And we're going to work through those things that are specific to you. You're also going to be hearing from other ladies what's going on in their lives, what they are struggling with, and my coaching advice for them. And what I found as a community of women, we often think that the things that we are experiencing or the things that we are struggling with are our own. Like they are independent to us. Nobody else is struggling with these things. But when I've come together in community collaboration, I have found so much support, not just from the mentor, which I will be in this program, but with the community as well. So really, this is going to be a very unique experience and opportunity. You have 
all of August to think about it, but the first five women that enroll and solidify their spots in the program get a free Protea baseline package from me where I'm going to include some of my favorite cycle syncing goodies for you guys. And so if you are one of the first to enroll, one of the first five, you will get one of those. But you guys, summer's over and always have you been telling yourself like when this happens I'm gonna get my ish together when that happens I'm gonna get my ish together now is the time you get your ish together and you be a part of this boot camp where you're gonna get education support accountability and community this is separate from my beach body programs this is completely different so if you are a beach body coach or if you're working with another beach body coach or if you've been a beach body customer of mine this is nothing to do with beach body this is a separate boot camp that i am offering with cycle syncing fitness nutrition and lifestyle in mind and we're going to be talking about how to optimize your yourself, your mind, your body, your energy while working towards your health and fitness goals, all with cycle syncing mind, using, getting to know your body. So you start working with your body instead of always fighting against it. Okay. So if you are interested in claiming a spot in the feminine fitness bootcamp, go to the application in the show notes. And once you filled out that application, I'm going to be reviewing each applicant's, um, information sheet. And if you have been accepted into the program, you will be getting an email from me. For those of you who have been a client of mine in the past, or if you have already gotten the Feminine Fitness Foundation self-paced course, which is my beginner level course for syncing your lifestyle with your cycle. If you've gotten that, make sure you reach out to me because you get a special offer, a special discounted offer if you want to get in on the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. Okay. If you are a beginner in cycle syncing and you really just want to revamp your whole approach to fitness and nutrition, you're sick of cutting the calories, you're sick of the whole like move more, eat less, like there's just something else going on every time you try to lose weight or get to your goals, it feels like you're fighting your body. This is for you, whether you are a beginner or if you have some implementation of cycle syncing already, you will elevate in this boot camp. Okay. So more information, you'll hear about it throughout the rest of the month, but this is like the official kickoff of like, hello, my friends, you can apply to be considered as a member of the feminine fitness bootcamp. And like I said, if you've been a client of mine in the past, if you already have the feminine fitness foundations course, reach out to me because you are getting a heck of a discount on the feminine fitness bootcamp if you want to be in that as well. So here we go. Let's get into talking about cravings. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. 
Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be talking with you about cravings. We all struggle with them, right? Like there are times where we definitely are on track and then all of a sudden we get a craving for something and it does not stop until we satisfy it. And I really want to communicate with you guys in today's podcast episode how your cravings are a a red flag, a sign, a response that your body wants you to listen to and pay attention to. But I also want to talk to you about how cravings don't necessarily have to control you, your mood, your emotion, your outcome, or labeling if you've been good or if you've been bad. Oftentimes we get into that spiral of like, if you've crave, if you're craving something, then you're doing it wrong. But really that craving is your body communicating to you exactly what it needs. It's just our interpretation that's gotten hazy on what your body is actually asking for. And I'm going to give some really great examples of how former clients and myself have tied this awareness to cravings to what our body is intuitively telling us that we need. So what you need to know is that the brain regions responsible for memory, pleasure, and reward also play a role in food cravings. And an imbalance of hormones like leptin and serotonin could lead to food cravings as well. And cravings also have the appetite centers of the brain, even though they tend to be separate from hunger. Do you guys remember a former podcast episode where I talked about how hangry isn't necessarily hunger, that genuine hunger feels different. Genuine hunger, your body genuinely saying, I need more fuel to function, feels different than hangry. It feels different than appetite. It feels different than craving a specific food that is like super, super, super specific. Hunger can really be satisfied by anything that is available to you. You know, like if you are genuinely hungry, I say this about my kids all the time. If they're genuinely hungry, they'll eat what's available. But if we have been snacking all day or if we're like, I know I want to swing through the drive through and order this exact thing from this menu at this restaurant with blah, 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 blah on the side, that is a craving and that is your appetite, not necessarily your hunger. So let's dive into these different things that can impact cravings and then we're going to roll into just simple shifts that you can make to support your body through cravings, both emotionally and and physically, okay? So let's talk about how cravings are cyclical. You guys knew I was going to go there. You know I'm all about cycle syncing and understanding how our feminine hormones play a role in all areas of our life. Yes, fitness, nutrition, energy, motivation, and all of that. So let's talk about how cravings can be cyclical. When we are in different phases of our cycle, we tend to crave different things because of the different Um, nutrients that are in those foods. And cravings, you might notice, might not be as bad during phases like follicular and ovulation. And you may even notice during follicular and ovulation phase that your cravings, those foods that sound really good and appetizing to you, are the healthy foods. Like 
an apple with peanut butter or strawberries or a salad or street tacos with lots of lots of like slaw and veggies and all of that stuff sound pretty dang good during follicular and ovulation phase. But then when you're kind of in late luteal phase, you're like, oh, those fresh foods do not sound good. Those fresh foods don't sound appetizing at all. And that is number one in relation to the nutrient content that is made up of those foods, but also to our digestion because our digestion wants food that is easier to process and digest during late luteal and menstrual phase. And so foods that are cooked, roasted, soups, stews, those types of food probably sound way more appetizing in late luteal and menstrual phase than they do during ovulation. And that is our body telling us this is exactly what I need based on what it is that you are going through. And I remember working with one of my clients and she's like, this makes so much sense to me because she was doing a program and following a nutrition plan very, very strictly. And she's like, I often would just eat the same things on repeat. And there were times where certain foods didn't sit well in my stomach. And she kind of questioned if she had some um, food intolerances to them because they'd cause some digestive and bloating and gassiness. But then in another another time, she'd eat that same thing and it wouldn't cause that digestive disturbance that it did before. Now, yes, it could, could be digestive issues, but for it to be digestive issues, it would have had to happen every time she had that thing. And especially with cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower, you may notice if you eat them raw in some phases of your cycle, they're completely fine. You digest it just fine. And then in others, it causes a lot of um, bloating, digestion, disturbances, or gas. That is because our digestion is even different based on where we're at in our cycle. And also cyclical when it comes to cravings is during certain phases, our metabolism is higher and working harder than in other phases. Just like I talked about in follicular and ovulation phase, you may not struggle when you are following a nutrition plan or a diet plan because your cravings aren't necessarily um, there. You know, your body is okay being at a caloric deficit. But during late luteal phase or menstrual phase, you may find that you are hungry more often, that you aren't staying full as for longer, as long than in other phases. And that's because in our luteal phase, our metabolism is actually increasing. And so those increased cravings could be just your body telling you, I legit need more food to function because of what's going on. And it's like 200 and is it 56 or 76 or 67, 200 ish calories more that we need in our luteal phase. So that's not a whole bunch of extra calories, but it's like an, an extra small meal or a larger snack, right? I noticed for me during my follicular and ovulation phase, I'm pretty solid with just doing three meals, you know? Like I'm pretty solid with that. 
when I am in my luteal phase, I tend to have a fourth meal. So during follicular inovulation, I'll probably have my shake for one meal, lunch, and dinner. And I'm like solid with that. During luteal phase and probably even menstrual phase, what I need is three solid meals. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and my shake is included as like my snack or my meal. I also do keep snacks on hand for those particular phases, right? So when I'm grocery planning, I actually know, okay, I'm going to be in this phase. This is when I'm probably going to want to be snacking more. What kind of snacks should I have on hand to support me through these these hunger cues and this phase as well, right? So help keep my energy up by having proper fuel. The next thing is nutrient deficiencies. So a big sign of specific cravings could be because of some nutrient deficiencies. And if you listen to my podcast episode on energy, I talked about how I really just highly suggest for myself and my clients to start with a well-rounded multivitamin. I suggest Ovamoon. I'm not affiliated with the company at all. But what I really love is it's just a well-rounded supplementation because for a long time I was trying to figure out like, is it deficiency in B12 or vitamin D? And if you are taking a vitamin D supplement, you also need to have K2. Oh, and maybe like for supporting my thyroid, I should take some iodine. Well, Ovamoon really does take care of a well-rounded multivitamin as well as some um, herb supplementation that are supportive of our feminine hormones. So I would just really encourage you if you're struggling with energy and cravings, one of the first steps is trying out a good quality multivitamin supplement like Ovamoon and see it if it really helps you. Like if you listen to Abby's episode, she talked about how Ovamoon really, really, really helps her and how she was consistent with it. And if she notices she doesn't take her Ovamoon supplements for a couple days, she really feels it. Now, Abby obviously is on birth control. And for those of you who are on birth control, you should definitely be taking a multivitamin because your um, your birth control is depleting you of very important nutrients, okay? So just know like some of this may be solved by making sure that you are supporting those nutrient deficiencies. For specific cravings or situational cravings, my friend, let's be real and let's talk about this, especially on the days where my kids are home with me and especially when I did not have help with my kids, I struggled way more with um, specific cravings or habitual cravings because of stress and emotion. And maybe it's not toddlers screaming at you. Maybe you have a really high stress and demanding job or there's frustrations going on between you and a loved one or whatever it is. Stress really does imbalance or cause your hunger hormones to be misconstrued or to misunderstand what your body needs in those moments of stress. And I specifically know that when I had my kids home with me and I was experiencing a toddler for the first time, 
I would get so stressed out over their meltdowns that after their meltdowns would subside, I'd walk myself to the pantry and literally grab goldfish crackers or grab anything that was like a fast, like quick snack. And it like helped soothe me down. And from what If I could go back in time with what I know now, I know it would still 100% be hard to pause in those situations. Like after crazy stressful times or days or whatever, I know it's really hard to break that mindless habit of going to the pantry or getting some like quick sugar or starchy carb fix. I know it I know 100% even with what I know now it would be hard not to because I still do that sometimes. And so I totally can relate to you and if this is something that you are struggling with like I hope that the tips that I go into next really do help and support you because when it comes to cravings you can make some small shifts to start seeing progress. I did talk about that supplementation support and that would be one of the first places I would start, right? So one of the first places I would start is just that well-rounded, really good multivitamin. If you do feel like it's a lot in relation to stress, having a supplement support for your cortisol levels, that's your stress hormone, could really be helpful too. And I do recommend Stressify from Protea. And with Stressify, you want to make sure you guys read the label on it on when to take your dosages because when you take those dosages matters because we do want elevated cortisol on certain times of the day. And when you are working to support your cortisol, you really do want to align that with when you are taking your supplement. So if you are finding another supplement support for cortisol and it doesn't say to take it at specific times of the day, I would just maybe really reconsider. I've had myself and many of you guys say that Stressify, not just for you, but for like your significant other is super supportive. I take it pretty much for sure every Friday now that I don't I'm not home with the kids all the time and uh, yeah a lot of their tantrums and emotional stuff would trigger feel big feelings in me that caused me to stress out and worry more than I needed to so I don't take my stressify right now in this season as consistently as I do but I'm still so glad that I have it as something to support me okay And so supplementation can really be helpful when it comes to cravings. Now, for those of you who are like, I know that this is totally like situational, circumstantial, or habitual, one of the things that I've taught my clients for a very, very, very long time is to be prepared for them. And in those situations, like plan this when you are not in the moment, but Think of those situations of when this happens and I crave this, then I will have that, okay? And this puts you in a place of being prepared. So if you're like, 
I know that at like three o'clock every single day, I get a low dip in energy. Like I get a low dip in energy and then I get a coffee or then I do this and, you know, really play out like what it is your habit, what it is your role is in that moment. And then think of something else that you can replace it with, right? And make it a vibe, you know, like if it's something where you're like, I know I get a dip in energy around this time of the day. Don't tell yourself that you're going to have crackers and hummus and carrots and cucumbers. And if you don't like those things, don't make it that like definitely like if you are somebody where, you know, you crave something sweet in the afternoon. So let's take that 3 p.m. example. And this was advice. I'm going to actually, okay, rewind. This is advice that I was giving one of my clients that I worked with for a long time. Shout out to Jess. Um, She talked about how she just wanted to get into a regular routine of feeling like she had energy after work when she was home with the kids and like how getting the kids home and getting them snacks and then spiraled into a lot of bad habits for herself. And I was like, okay, well, let's let's create a trigger habit that then makes another positive decision and a positive decision and a positive decision. So she was in a situation where she finished work, I think around three o'clock and she does, doesn't work out in the morning. Like that's just something she's like, I don't work out in the morning. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to, right? And I was like, okay, so what you can do is drink some Energize, which you guys know I'm like addicted to. I I love Energize so much. It's low low caffeine dose, so it's less caffeine than a latte. Even if she felt like that was too much for the afternoon, I was like, just do half a scoop because lemon and mixed berry Energize, they have that sweetness to them. They also have that refreshing to them Like and mix it with a lot more water. It's suggested of like eight to 10 ounces. I'm like, have it with more water, more ice water and like drink it while you get the kids picked up from school. Then see how you feel. When you get home from work, get the kids their snack, then put on your workout clothes. And just see how that happens. And she always kind of had that intention of getting in her workout after work. But because there were no habits prior to pressing play on that workout or getting in that movement, there were no positive habits beforehand supporting that decision. It made it harder. But what makes it easier is small decisions that are supportive. Now, another example that I have been doing lately is, you know, really feeling like around three o'clock, I tend to like wrap up my work. I go get the kids around four and I wrap up my work. I kind of finish out my to-do list and sit outside and read a book. That is the joy of entrepreneurship. Like if you are an entrepreneur, you're not taking advantage of those moments and flexibility that we are gifted. You need to start implementing some of those strategies into your routine. I get some of you working moms maybe like I don't have that luxury. That's that's your that's your job and your career whatever, but as an entrepreneur, I do get to control my schedule a little bit. And most of the time I want to be done at three o'clock, but a sugar craving happens. And if I'm not prepared, I end up in the pantry and doing this and that and the other thing. So what I've been doing is I've been filling up my 
big bottle of water and ice water and I add a splash of some type of like juice. Currently, I have a watermelon lemonade. So yeah, that juice alone is high in sugar, but a splash of it isn't huge. Another thing that I did yesterday was I took a spindrift, a lime spindrift, put it with some ice, splashed some of my watermelon lemonade on top, and it was like a refreshing, perfect drink to sit outside with, read my book, and it's a positive habit that supports myself and my goals. And oftentimes, yeah, it does totally eliminate a craving. Another time is, is that's when I put my smoothie. Having a mid-afternoon smoothie with your Shakeology and fruit of choice and you know almond milk, nut butter, add some water and ice in there like that itself can be such a sustainable treat that is well-rounded so it will actually give you energy nourishment and hydration to finish out your day but also it's not going to cause you to completely you know if you ignore it and ignore not having food at three o'clock by six o'clock you're famished and you're going to be just like eating all the things because remember when we talked about in our energy episode is that energy is what impacts our choices we often think that is motivation it's not motivation that causes you to do your workouts or eat healthy or tackle your to-do list or be productive it's what what's your energy because when you are in high energy you make different choices versus when you are in low energy right? And so that can be really helpful to you if you know that at the end of the night you crave something like really crunchy, some popcorn with truffle salt that gives a really good um, like tangy saltiness to it. If you are like a sweet person, some Greek yogurt, some safe and fair birthday, is it birthday cake granola? Oh, that stuff is so good. Some cut up strawberries, like Put yourself into the situation of when I crave blank, I will have blank and keep those things on hand and keep the other things not on hand. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and so then the next and last thing that I have that's a big, big tip that can make a huge difference is support your nutrition with cyclical food. And what do I mean by that? Well, in my Feminine Fitness Foundations and in my coaching programs, I give you access to my Feminine Fitness Food List as well as my Feminine Fitness Meal Plan. And in the Feminine Fitness Food List, I break down for you what foods are supportive of each phase of your cycle. And it's from the nutrient um impact that it's supportive for that very reason and then in the meal plan I also make sure that I put the meals that have raw fresh produce in the specific phases that are supportive for raw fresh produce I give the example of taco night frequently where in follicular phase something like street tacos is great and supportive ovulation a great taco salad where there's lots of like mixed greens and you've got your protein of choice Whereas in luteal phase, that taco night's more like a burrito bowl because there's more complex carbohydrates. It's usually higher calorie for a burrito bowl. So you're naturally supporting that higher metabolism and slow um, complex carbohydrates are supporting your blood sugar. And then during menstrual phase, a nice 
like taco soup is supportive during that phase where you're getting lots of great broth in the mix of the nourishing protein and some cooked down vegetables that are easily digested during that phase. You can get access to the Foodless and the Feminine Fitness Meal Plan by becoming a member of the Feminine Fitness Program, but these resources will also be available to those of you who are going to be members of the Feminine Fitness Boot Camp that is starting in September. I was going to I was literally like what month is it? It's August, you guys. It's practically August. Maybe it is August by the time this is uploaded. So the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp application is open and you can apply to be a member of the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. And this is gonna be really, really, really cool. But these resources are available in the self-paced program, the Feminine Fitness Foundations. And it's so simple. And the thing with the food list and the meal plans is I'm not saying that you can only eat these foods during your phase or during the particular phase. I'm just giving you ideas. So when you're grocery shopping and you know you're in ovulation phase, you look at the ovulation food list and you're like, that sounds good. Well, that sounds good. Well, that sounds good. And that sounds really good. And you add those things to your grocery list to have them on hand for meals and snacks and sides and all of the things, right? And the meal plan is legit food that you can sync with your cycle and make dinners and breakfast and lunches for your family. And they don't even know that you are preparing these foods because of where you're at in your cycle. It's actually food and meals and, a, and an outline of a meal plan that is supportive of your cycle that are foods that your family will actually eat. Because a lot of cycle singing experts that I follow, I love them dearly, but when it comes to feeding a household of three other men, because I am in a household where I am the only female in my household, and I really do want to have a positive relationship with food and family meals with my family where I make these meals it also takes a lot of like thought process out of it for me and I'm making meals that my family likes not every week is exactly the same like the taco night for example like that's four weeks of taco night and it's different each time but in general majority of the family members will like it right that's how I teach I teach what's realistic and supportive of your lifestyle and your cycle, and these small shifts make big differences. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure that if you're interested in becoming a member of the Feminine Fitness Foundation's self-paced e-course that you go do that now because for only right now, those bonuses are in there um, at this like entry level price because you know what you guys every time I talk to a business coach they're like that's your course and it costs that much and I'm like I know it's a lot of value and I really do I genuinely do want this to be one of the first stepping stones of you syncing with your cycle and for those of you who are really wanting to dive into this you want this to be your method 
of honoring, supporting your energy, your body, your mind, your goals, and all of the things, and you want a full immersion support group as well, the education paired with support and accountability, the Feminine Fitness Boot Camp that starts in September. We do September and October. We're together for two cycles. The first cycle, we really do focus on the foundations of cycle syncing, but also paying attention to your body and your cycle. And then the second cycle, we optimize. So lots of exciting things coming. Make sure you guys fill out the application or reach out to me if you have any questions. And I will talk to you guys next time.